The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the promo code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%. My name is Rob Gorski, and this is the Autism Dad Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'm really, really excited about this week's episode. I recently had the opportunity to screen a film called Tyson's Run, and it's it, it's about an autism family. It's a 15-year-old boy with autism who basically decides that he wants to run in this marathon, and there's all these obstacles he has to overcome. There's some issues at home and issues at school, and it just, it's it's such a relatable film. It's done so well. I haven't walked away from a film feeling like inspired in a really long time. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to take my kids to see it. Uh, it releases on March 11th in theaters nationwide here in the US. And uh, very lucky to be able to bring you Major Dotson, who plays Tyson, as well as Kim Bass, who is the writer and director of the film. We're gonna have a conversation about what inspired it, some behind the scenes stuff, and just uh, talk about what what they learned from from making this film. So thank you very much, both of you, for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, first of all, Rob, I'd like to say thank you for not only appreciating the film, but saying that it in, it inspired you because that was certainly you know one of the purposes of of making that story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that you know Major here, who did an unbelievable job as Tyson, he was inspiring on set and we just had a good energy. You know, what you felt coming off the screen is what we felt putting it on screen. So I really appreciate the fact that it meant something to you. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Well, thank you. And, and Tyson, the character reminds me a lot of my oldest. There were a lot of assumptions made about what he could or couldn't do. He's 22 now, which makes me feel super old. And he's prepping to move out on his own. And, you know, he's become so independent. And the story just sort of, I guess it kind of made me appreciate the journey that we've been on as a family. And I just, it really kind of, it kind of got me uh, watching it yesterday. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. Major, could you talk a little bit about what the film is about? Like, what is the kind of premise behind it? Well, the premise is behind Tyson, who is, of course, um, High functioning, he's on the uh, the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, his father is the uh, coach of the local football team, and Tyson really just wants to, um, you know, have his acceptance, you know, have his dad be proud of him, you know, feel accomplished. And to do that, he runs in the uh, local city marathon, and he overcomes a bunch of challenges. Um, learns more about his peers. He has help from everybody else, and together they just kind of work to create something big. And, at the 
end of the day, Tyson, you know, he overcomes those obstacles and he, uh, you know, reaches a new extension of himself that, you know, nobody ever really thought was there, but that's because, you know, they all kind of undervalued him and didn't really expect that, which is kind of the overall, the goal of the movie to uh, show that, you know, with that inspiration, people like Tyson can get there. Uh, Kim, you wrote and directed the movie. Was there, why was it so important for you to, to present things the way that you did? And was there, was there inspiration behind it that kind of inspired the story? There is one thing that as a storyteller, each story has to mean something and it has to say something, mm -hmm. whether it's a comedy, action or drama. In this particular story, um, the impetus to do this story was having seen a little boy at a school. I won't name uh, names, but at a school who would not run along with the other boys because every time they started out, he would lag behind and then just give up because he thought the other boys were so much faster. And then it just wasn't fun to run. And to see this child decide he wasn't going to run at all because he couldn't keep up with the other boys was heartbreaking. And so that was the nugget that sort of started um, me down this path of telling this particular story. But of course, along the way in life, you meet so many people, so many good people, such as yourself, Rob, who have children who are on the spectrum and you know adults who are on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a friend whose child is uh, on the spectrum and you know they're a little bit older and they're wondering who is going to love and care for and support their child someday when they're gone. And then, of course, there's a larger story, which is just generally acceptance of everyone who might be perceived to be different and whatever different means. And so it's not specifically about autism, mm -hmm. though I think that that's certainly a, a cause we should all rally around because you have all these wonderful, wonderful human beings and all these wonderful children who share the world with quote unquote normal people. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, you know, the, the, the normal people quote unquote think that they're different when in fact, it's just a matter of understanding that their world might be seen through eyes that are different than yours. And it doesn't mean their world is not as, as, as good as yours. It might even be more enhanced. Right. Wonderful things happen. So it's about inclusion. It's about not being bullied. It's about understanding. And if you don't understand, at least respect the fact that others might be different and they have other challenges. We all have challenges. And so it's really something that I found important to say about difference and whether that be a racial difference, whether that be a, an emotional difference, whether that be an economical difference in this particular case. Uh, ha being on the spectrum, I think, is something that so many people in the world experience and that others just aren't giving, you know, those uh, people their opportunities to excel and to be them to be their best selves. 
And I often find that the problem does not lie in someone we say has a problem. It lies in the people who are doing the finger pointing, saying those people have a problem. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I was just thinking when people ask me, like, what have I learned? Like, what's the biggest takeaway from being an autism parent after, you know, 20 years, whatever. And I think I always tell people, like, I think my kids have taught me more than I think I could ever teach them. I have experienced the world through their eyes, which is it's such a profound experience to be able to to be open to something like that and to be able to see to see the same thing, but through someone else's lens, you know, right. and that's it's just it's really cool. And so I, I, I can relate to what you were you were saying with your uh, inspiration behind this major. Are you on the spectrum yourself? Yes, sir. Okay. How did it, how did it feel to play an autistic character in the movie? It was interesting because, you know, there are those like personal relations to Tyson, you know, me and him mm-hmm. kind of had a sort somewhat of a similar experience, you know, growing up and like changing over the years. Um, we all had those transformative experiences. I had a bit of a rough time in school, uh, with schools, um, cause you know, other kids, normal kids, as Kim put it, um, sometimes I had a really rough time, you know, learning those social cues, understanding, you know, some of the cultural things of the time, you know, that mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have an understanding of them. So at times it made it a little difficult to, you know, know who should be my friend or to make friends or to reach out. Um, a lot of social anxiety kind of came into effect. So it was kind of hard to under, you know, overcome those things to get where I am now. But like Tyson, I had a lot of help without my parents, without therapists, you know, without all these people who kind of came together you know, over the years, I wouldn't be anywhere near the point where I am where, you know, I could play a character in a movie for hours on end memorizing doing stunts all these other things i would be absolutely nowhere near that point if i didn't you know have those same experiences so it was kind of interesting just to kind of go back and realize oh yeah this was sort of like what happened to me it was interesting it was very interesting did that help you you think to to better understand the character yeah i mean it's a lot easier to act when you have personal relations and um you can relate to a character's what happens to a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it definitely did help. How did you prepare for the role? Like in, in the movie, you do a lot of running. It looks like you do a lot of running. Yeah. Is that, is that something I you do? A like, lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that. Did you have to, uh, did you have to do any training for that? Or do you like run on your own? Like just for fun or whatever? Well, I was living in Houston at the time. Okay. And, I had never really been in shape. I mean, I was the kid who was eating bacon every single morning. And <laughs> didn't really exercise at all. Um, you know, I have Tex-Mex for dinner. Yeah. I, I didn't really, you know, get out there and run or ride my bike. Sometimes I would, I would, I would bike around in my friends' houses, but that was really the extent of anything fitness related for me. Right. So going and filming this movie that centers around a kid who runs. I had to start training for like six months, you know, going to oh, the wow. school parking lot. Um, well, that's a funny story too. I, uh, we had a high school locally and they had a track, but I didn't want to run around all the other kids because 
whatever. It was, it was like 15 year old me at the time. Yeah. So we just did laps around the parking lot for hours on end. And it was grueling. It was not easy. But eventually I did build up some more endurance to uh, go and do Tyson's run, which of course was in Atlanta in summer heat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, with Houston, you had humidity, but with, with Atlanta, it was just, it was, I was baking. It, it certainly made it a lot easier to go back and get that experience. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this, Rob, I'll, I'll jump in at this point. All right. Because when Major says he did a lot of running, yeah, he did all of his running. And at one point, a funny story where oftentimes on set, sometimes his, father would be on set uh-huh. and sometimes his mother would be on set. And on one particular day, I don't know if it was a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity, <laughs> but it was pretty close to both. And we had long takes. I mean, there we would, okay, major, get in the car. We're going to drive you way over there with <laughs> all of the runners who run all the time. And it's going to be, there'll be a drone shot above you. There'll be a long lens on the camera here. And we're going to run a quarter of a mile for one take. And we did it. And Major, and you have to run faster than they're running. And they can't look. And Major said to me, well, can't they just run more slowly? And I said, (laughs) it will look like they're trying to let you win. And so you have to beat them. So we did more than two or three takes of these long shots. And at one point, Major's mom, she'll probably hit me over the head with an umbrella for this, but Major's (laughs) mom comes up to me and says, she says, I think you're pushing him too hard. He's running against grown men. (laughs) I said, Mom, the title of the movie is Tyson's Run. (laughs) And that's my mom. She's always looking out for me. And he's looking like he's struggling, which he is. So as the film went on, we shot the marathon almost in chronological order. So every day, Major was getting stronger and mm-hmm. stronger and running harder and running harder. And as he ran harder, I pushed him more. And remember, Major, I said to you, you'll thank me later because it's going to look right. real because it is real. How hard he's trying. This is, this is Major. He gave it all, his all. And after some takes, it was just, here's some water. Sit on the golf cart. We'll reset. Take you back a quarter of a mile. And when I say action, you got to give it your all again. Oh he yeah. He ran until he was exhausted every every night. Yeah. And do you still run now? Afterwards, like, did you get into it or not really? I, I mostly ride a bike. I have a mm-hmm. um, an old specialized BMX bike, which it's mostly streets here, so it's kind of it, it takes a lot of effort, but nowhere near you know all the running that I did. I've thought about getting back into it because I still have the shoes that I wore for the movie. Oh yeah. Um, they're these Adidas like NMDs. And um, it's, it's funny because they're actually like, really cool looking shoes, but um, still have them. So I might as well try out again. I felt kind of that urge to feel the runner's high, you know? There you go. You know, Rob, and, and I don't want uh, folks to get the wrong impression. This isn't a movie just about running. That's right. of course the right. device for the character to do something that he believes will heal his family. Mm -hmm. And the acting is what is paramount, the interaction between the characters. 
And, you know, Major brought something very special to the role and to the film, but he was surrounded by very accomplished actors. Nice. We have in the film Amy Smart. We have Rory Cochran. Mm -hmm. We have Barkhad Abdi. We have Reno Wilson. We have Claudia Zavallos. Mm -hmm. We have Leila Felder. And these wonderful actors came together as an ensemble group to help us tell this story. So without those actors around uh, Major to support his emoting mm -hmm. from this young man who's trying to find out how to fit in a world. But the reason he's ventured out to fit in this world is to heal his family. Right. It's such a noble cause. And the story really rests on the fact that, you know, we had a good story, I believe, with great actors who help the world see something special in a boy who's very special. Yeah. and to allow him space to excel. That's a really good point. And it leads me to my other question. Tyson, the character Tyson is very determined to succeed at what he's doing. How does he manage to, to do that in spite of all of the obstacles and the people that were trying to hold him back? It's just persistence. It's that desire to have, you know, that, that family connection that he hadn't been getting with his father. Um, you know, he sees that stress that, you know, has been put upon them most of the time and it's just that want you know to have a, a functioning family to have a happy dad to feel like you belong um he really took that to heart and so that's why he got it done at the end of the day because you know, he had the help but at the right at the core of everything was his his wants his desires to have that functionality for himself and for everybody around this episode of the Autism Dead podcast is brought to you by Trail Magic. Commuting with nature is one of the best methods of self-care available, and hiking is one of the best ways to enjoy nature. If you're a parent who enjoys hitting the trails with your little ones, you're already aware that toddlers will walk some of the journey and want to be carried the rest of the way. There are tons of contraptions out there for carrying babies while on the trails, but what about those in-between toddler years? You don't want to bring a big bulky carrier for a kid who's only going to use it some of the time. The Trail Magic Kid Carrier solves that problem and it does so brilliantly. Invented by a dad who wanted to take his three-year-old backpacking, it's for kiddos 12 months up to 43 pounds. The carrier attaches onto hiking backpacks and durable day packs that have a waist strap and upper loaders. Weighing less than 10 ounces, it's so portable you can stuff it in the side of your backpack when not in use. The Trail Magic Kid Carrier is a total game changer for the outdoor adventure family community. For more information, visit trailmagic.com. That's T-R-A-I-L-M-A-G-I-K.com. Use the code theautismdad at checkout and save 10% off your order. I noticed the relationship with the, with the father was very, I think, realistic. I've been at this for 20, 22 years-ish, and that's such a common situation with autistic kids and, and their dads, right? Like they want to connect, but they don't necessarily know how to connect. That was very relatable to me as, as a dad. And I guess how does the topic of like family and forgiveness and overcoming and healing, like how much of, how much of that played a role in this film? Well, I'll, I'll say this, that all families have their challenges. There are no perfect families right. on, on this planet. And sometimes it's, it's a microcosm 
And sometimes it's a microcosm of misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes I feel that when you have a family that has been put together thinking that it will go in one direction and then it ends up going in another direction because yep. perhaps the children are different than you expected or the work is different mm-hmm. or your set of circumstances are different. And sometimes you need to have this notion of not only forgiving one another, but sometimes it's important that you forgive yourself. For, for example, this father has to see where his shortcomings are when it relates to his wife and his son. Mm-hmm. And the mother who you think is doing a wonderful job by doting over her son and then not allowing him to venture out into the world, well, that's also some sort of a disservice to him as well. Right. So the family ends up becoming unnatural because they're trying to sort of contain a situation when in fact what they should do is embrace the situation and then allow everyone in the family to flourish. So you have all these pent up sort of anxieties and uh, frustrations. Mm-hmm. And I think the theme also relates to forgiveness in a very sort of poignant way. And it's not that you know the wife has to sort of understand and forgive her husband for the way he behaves. And then the husband has to forgive his wife for maybe not understanding what his needs are, but then they both maybe need to not forgive their son because their son is exactly who he's supposed to be. Yeah. And they maybe need to forgive themselves so that they can then move on and become a better, more fulfilled family. So I think the themes run through this picture where it's, it's, it's understanding. And I think love, respect, and forgiveness come from understanding. And sometimes understanding means letting go and observing and then supporting, which is what you know they ultimately needed to do for their son. And by doing what is best for their son, it ultimately became best for the family. And that's, that's so true in real life too, because you talked about the doting and the, I was the one who very much um, coddled my kids growing up. And I, I went to great lengths to level the playing field and to make sure that, um, they were, they didn't have to deal with any more than what they were already having to deal with. And it was the right, like my intentions were in the right place. Uh, but I ended up robbing them of a lot of the experience that I think they needed growing up, which is why we're kind of playing catch up now, I think. Uh, and once I learned to let go, Cause it's, it's not even so much the act of letting go. It's kind of figuring out how to let go and what, like what to let go of to help make room for growth. And, uh, as I, as I learned to do that, my kids just grew and grew and became more independent and happier and, uh, continue to amaze me every day. I always say they can't amaze me anymore. And then they, you know, show me that I'm wrong by doing something else that just blows me away. So uh, I, I could relate to that as well. And I think that's part of why it was so impactful for me as a dad. Major, was there a takeaway f- from filming this that, that you, like, you walked away from with a better understanding of something? Or what was your takeaway? It was a much higher appreciation of the people who helped me get there. And like that they've let me, you know, branch out and figure things out and kind of held my hand along the way. And now I'm kind of, you know, having a more independent streak 
And without them, I wouldn't have learned the skills in any capacity to do those things. Um, you know, as you said, your kids, you know, they surprise you as they grow along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just kind of left it with a bigger appreciation of the fact that without them, I wouldn't have been able to. There's appreciation. That's what I kind of got from it. Very cool. Kim, the same thing. Did you, was there something that you took away? Oh, absolutely. Every story that you put so much into your heart and your soul and mm -hmm. all of your creative efforts into, and then you gather all of these wonderful people. But ultimately, uh, what my takeaway from making the film was that we all need to respect people more, no matter what their differences perceived differences i'd like to qualify their perceived differences are mm -hmm. i knew we were making a good story i knew my actors were doing a great job and there were some moments there where it was very special when you have some crew members who tear up while shooting a scene then you know you're you're starting to hit a mark but we actually did a test screening mm -hmm. before we had the final version of the film uh, we did it in in texas in uh in Houston. And at the end of the test screening, a father, I think Rob Yula appreciate the story, out in the lobby came to me and he had a daughter who I think might have been about 15 or 16 years old with Down syndrome. And he sort of ushered her into the ladies' room. She was dressed very nicely in a nice little dress. And this was kind of a burly man, you know, strong man. And once his daughter had gone into the ladies' room, he came over to me and he said, thank you. He said, having seen your film lets me know that I'm coming up a little bit short and I need to be a better father to my daughter. And then he hugged me and he, and he left tears on my, on my jacket. Wow. And I thought, if it just makes it better between that father and his daughter, then making this film will have been worth it. And maybe there are some more who can be inspired that way. But for him to say that to me um, made it worth, worth telling a story that I believed in right from the beginning. Wow. Amazing. That's powerful, man. That's uh, yeah. And you're right. I, I can, I can relate to that. Like you see just watching the progression of the relationships between Tyson and his dad, I can relate personally to some of those things. And, and it really was, um, it was a good, very positive experience for me. And like I told you, I, I tend to avoid watching things like that because I just, I get overwhelmed sometimes, uh, emotionally. Cause I, I know what it's like in real life. And I walked away just wanting to do better and gaining some perspective that maybe I didn't have before, you know, and especially with encouraging my oldest as he's getting ready to move out and do things on his own that, uh, we didn't think were going to be possible you know, and, and recognizing that and fostering it and running with it. Like it just, uh, it's a good, it's a good thing. Was there something, and you kind of answered the question when you, when you talked about that, uh, the guy in the theater, but is there a takeaway that you want the audience to, to walk away from with? Yeah. I, I would like folks who enjoy the, first of all, to enjoy the, 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 the story mm -hmm. and enjoy the characters. But the takeaway for me would be just simple respect that you owe respect to everyone 
And everyone should not be put in a box. No one should be pigeonholed. And certainly no one should be held back because we think they might not be able to do something. And it's really about that. Let everybody fly. Just get out of the way and let them do. Let them fly. I like that. How about you, uh, Major? What did you, is there, a, is there a takeaway that you hope the audience walks away from with? Just hope they feel inspired. Um, it's been very nice to hear all these things about, you know, what people have already taken away from the movie. Um, like, like Kim said about, you know, that father that he met, I mean, that, that's just makes you feel, makes me feel great. You know, I'm happy people are enjoying it. And ultimately, that's just what I want. I want them to leave with a positive impression and feel good about themselves and hopefully their kids too, if they have a similar situation. You guys did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed it. When does it actually release and when can people, like, where can people see it? Well, we're releasing nationwide on March 4th, Friday, March 4th. It's my middle son's birthday, so, actually. So it, it, no way. It, it, it's coming up soon. And so folks should just check, you know, their local theaters. Okay. To see, to see um, where they can see it. And it's exclusively in theaters. So you're going to have to go to the, the theaters to see it first. And then eventually it'll make its way to the stream entertainment yeah. platform. But, um, and we're having a big premiere, of the picture. Major, I'll see you there, right? On yeah. February 25th in Atlanta, Georgia. We shot the film in and around Atlanta. Cool. So we'll be there on the 25th and then there'll be a big push. But um, March, March 4th nationwide. So I, I hope folks will come out and support the picture. Because it's a it's a good one. It, it's it's worth seeing on the big screen. There's some big you know action sequences and things like that. Sure. Some great dramatic dramatic scenes mm -hmm. and comedy and and you know come out and enjoy a good film you know on the big screen. And I don't think people will walk away disappointed. And hopefully they'll tell their friends and they'll tell their friends and you know and bring more your, movies like this can get made. Yeah, and bring your family, right? Because like it's it's very family oriented. It's very family yeah. friendly, and I think. Uh, it's a very positive message for the kids too. So uh, thank you all very, very much. I really appreciate all the effort and time you put into making the movie. Uh, it, it was fantastic. And for taking the time to come on the show and, and talking to me about it, I really, it was nice to meet you. Yeah, you too, Rob. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah you're Rob, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you for the invitation. And uh, March 4th, I'll put all the information in the show notes so that everybody can uh, know when it releases. And, uh, I might take my kids to it on the 4th because it's Elliot's uh, 16th birthday. He'll be 16 on March 4th. So yeah, we'll, love uh, it. we'll do that. All right. You guys take care and stay safe. And uh, anything else I can do to help promote things or whatever, let me know. I'm happy to help. You guys are doing a really positive thing, and I like to, uh, to help out with that. So well, We appreciate you. the support. And Major, I'll see you in Atlanta. Have a safe trip out. See you too, Mr. Bass. All right. Take care. Real quick, before I close things out, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, thank you to, to Major and uh, Kim for taking the time to come on the show. You guys were so gracious. You answered all my questions. It was such a good experience for me personally. And uh, I really I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for talking to me about Tyson's Run, uh, the inspiration behind it, and, and Major, like what it was like to play that role and everything that you had to kind of go through to train for it and prepare for it, and how you were able to use your, your life experience to really kind of uh, get into the character. It was just an awesome experience. And I just thank you so much for everything. 
Um, I also want to remind you guys that there has been a change to the release date since I recorded the interview. It's actually March 11th, not March 4th. So Tyson's Run will release March 11th nationwide here in the U.S. in theaters. Go check it out. Very good family film. Can't say enough about it. Cannot wait for my kids to see it. So, so go check it out. There'll be information about Tyson's Run as well as uh, Major and Kim in the uh, show notes below so you guys can check out more information there. As always, you can find me at theautismdad.com. All my social links are at the top of the page. Uh, you can listen to and subscribe to this podcast on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. Just hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate it. And if you haven't done so already, please rate it. I, I would really appreciate the feedback. It's, it's very helpful for me. So uh, thank you for that in advance. And, uh, you know, I really hope you guys have a great week. I'll be back next Monday and I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye.